0: That's just the, that's just the good job thing. Yeah, I, I don't care about that oh, at that's all. That's a good one. I need this one. Like all at all times. Shut your stupid mouth. <laughs> I just want to say you did a very good job. So good job. It's that thing where you're actually kind of smart. Things you say make you sound dumb. Yeah, we both do that. What's that called? Nope. <laughs> yeah, but you're a little different Dad. Stop saying sure. Oh, it drives me crazy. Most people just ignore the tough question. This isn't Minecraft. This is real life. You are hilarious. (laughs) That was not the dog, Dad. That was you. (laughs) Yeah, to solve this, we have to completely ignore the main problem. (laughs) That makes literally no sense to me. I just want to stop. And that, my friend, is one of my favorite things about (laughs) you. Hey, hey, welcome to Renaissance Radio, uh, where we have plenty of chargers for phones and things like that. Uh, We also sell SIM cards for international numbers.
1: Uh, fun fact, the Los Angeles Chargers are probably the most hated team in the NFL.
0: Fun fact, that's not a real team. It's San Diego. Liar. <laughs> Thought you <were> a sports <laughs> fan. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, we took a very short break, and we're recording our disrupted episode. We had a therapy session for the regular Renaissance Radio about the Renaissance Agency. Super exciting. Uh, Harley knows how to encourage me and push my buttons, so I'm sure I'll come out with some like dope new clothing line excuse me clothing line like monday and yeah six dude. i mean it'll be dollars. like
1: it'll probably be just as good as like h&m yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i don't know any kids that can sell so anyway so welcome to Disruptated. two minutes 12 seconds in we're gonna get right at it let's talk about fan-controlled football Ooh, hey fan-controlled yeah. football man um, that makes literally no sense to me. Thank you, Harland. I agree with you. I have no idea what this is other than it's fan controlled and there is football. That's right. Can you give us a flyover summary and why it's disrupted? We're not, look, this isn't a football podcast. Why'd you bring it up, Harley?
1: Uh, it's really because I secretly wanted to talk about sports and who the Niners are going to pick in uh, the NFL draft.
0: Yeah, we're not going to talk about that, but what oh, okay. about fan
1: controlled football? So, fan controlled football is essentially the combination of football and video games and it's not like madden because it's real um but what's so unique about it is the fans have control over as much of the game as possible so while you watch the game which right now you mostly watch on twitch or inside of their app
0: quick flyover i'm sorry if i'm being redundant here if you already know what twitch is but twitch is a streaming service very similar to what would it be similar to it'd be similar to like if you buy the sports channel for every soccer team or league pass or something you can watch any game, but it's like YouTube where you can watch all these streamers, but you can also contribute to them, gift to them. They get paid for subscribers. You pay to subscribe to somebody, but you get one free one and they get paid on that as well. So if you have a million subscribers and you get a buck, you know, or, or even 10 cents per subscriber each month, you're making a lot of money. It's really interesting to see on Twitch, how many people are being followed not because they're the best gamer, although those people exist too, but that they're entertaining to watch when yeah. they play.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a like very Twitch on its own is growing significantly, as well as esports in general. Which sounds bizarre to say, but esports is growing significantly. Electronic sports,
0: any sort of gameplay, we're realizing that there's not a huge difference between watching a three hundred pound, six foot five dude run on a screen and controlling a fake three hundred pound, six foot five guy on a game. The graphics are amazing. The responsiveness is amazing. And honestly, playing Madden in a lot of ways is more exciting.
1: Well, yeah. And some of the people that we watch are just better than you, right? Like part of the thing that blows us away about sports is that there are these insane athletes. Athletes who can We can do never that. do that. We can I, never. I can never be as good at Call of Duty, some of these dudes.
0: There's no scenario where, yeah, the amount of practice. I, I might be able to hang in there with uh, Call of Duty, not with Madden, though. Right. My brother-in-law was a an awesome quarterback, still is, you know they never uncle Rico <laughs> kind of uncle Josh uh you know how it is it's like the Marines right they're always a quarterback that's right they're dude. not an ex-quarterback he's a quarterback but anyway at work they all say of hey, hey, hey QB <laughs> hey QB hey <laughs> QB none of that's true sorry Josh uh I don't know if you listen give me a thumbs up if you do uh so this is hey this is Josh he's QB1 <laughs> yeah well he he played we played <laughs> we played Madden together and I thought I'm pretty good I'm okay And that dude's, like, reading defenses and running everything manual. It's another level. I couldn't even... I didn't even know what he was saying. It's another level, bro. And then you got guys who not only have experience understanding those sort of things in these games, but then above that, they have the fine motor skills, guys are getting sponsored, right? There's international traveling teams.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a it's a huge business, and it's growing more and more and more and more.
0: So how does that relate? You said video games, there's a huge video game type component because of the control, but streaming is basically a huge deal too that's kind of like fan-controlled football. Well, yeah,
1: here's what's so cool about it, man, is so we've got this video game component, and then fan-controlled football combines that with football. So there's real NFL, not NFL teams, sorry. There's real teams that are playing a game and the fans, you, there's four teams in the league currently. The fans pick one of those teams, and then they call all of the plays. So in the app or so on there's, Twitch, there's a hundred
0: thousand people watching. You just jump in on whatever team you want to control.
1: Uh, you pick you you pick your team at the very beginning. So there's four teams when you sign up when you create a fan controlled football account. You're there. You go, what team are you want? And you pick one.
0: Kind of like the Pokemon like classes. Yeah, Mystic. Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And you are that. However. Are you stuck with the same players?
1: No, they have they have a couple players that you franchise tag and keep, but the rest of the players you draft every week. So there's a pool, and you draft your players every week.
0: That's the part of the game that a lot of people like. Like they wait all. You're one of them. I'm an addict. You wait all year for the draft.
1: Yeah, I play Madden and I do a fantasy draft and I draft my team and then do it again.
0: The career mode is so fun when you get to build a player and you get to draft players and like you've always wanted. I've said this before. I really think you should. Like when your kids, I know you've talked about homeschooling. You're pretty committed to that. But, you know, if the right situation came up where you could be the athletic director at a school, especially a school where you, like for me, it'd be north side, like a school you care about the kids. and stuff. Yeah. Ultimately, you'd want to be a a, a a GM at a, and I think you've proven you have GM type capabilities and skills at our job. But on top of that, your skills and the knowledge of the game. But you're saying that uh, fan controlled football This is always happening. The parts of the game... So this is what's so crazy to me as a listener. I'm just now hearing this. It sounds like there's maybe 20 or 30 parts of football that people like, and they kind of wait for that part they like. Some people like the big hits. Some people like creative play calling. Some people like the draft. Like, you know what I mean? We all have parts we like. Right. But those parts are always shifting and turning, and you're getting more... Yeah,
1: you're just completely involved, right? So uh, you're about to call a play, and... Uh, you can pick if it's run, if it's a pass, and then you can pick a handful of options. And then what's interesting is it tracks how well you do. So if you pick a play that ends up performing really well, that goes into your fan IQ. Oh and then my your gosh. votes count more. So there's like, a, it's
0: gamified. So the armchair quarterback, the Monday quarterback. Yeah, bro. It says that they could do it. Have a number attached to that now. Yeah. Some dude is at the office and he's bragging about how much better he is at whatever. And he could coach this team or whatever you can call him out on his FCL score
1: spot spot on. Right. You can, you can see what rank he is and, and how, you know, how successful he is at calling plays and making decisions.
0: Let me just be really clear about this. This is, well, where else did you want to go with this? I just had a thought. Let me just give it a bullet point so we can jump back. The bullet point would be uh resume. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see where I'm yeah, going? Yeah, we'll come back to that. Okay. But where, where, I just want to make sure we don't lose track of where you were. Cause this is a really exciting topic. Yeah. So then,
1: you know, the other thing that's really interesting about this. So, you know. Right away, it's just disruptive, right? Like, there's no, there's nothing else in sports like this. And they're taking the most popular sport in the country, and it's yeah. also the only thing that people watch on TV, football. Is like, that right? Yeah.
0: Describe that to me. What do you mean by that? That surprises me.
1: Everyone, TV viewership numbers are declining across the board. Traditional TV viewership.
0: Got it. Uh, we want streaming on demand. Period.
1: Except for the NFL. The NBA do is down. Some rich-
0: ritual? Do you think there's some ritual to that? because i know growing up there was family members i don't know how many yeah but there were family members that never missed a game out in my direct family but like not in my immediate family but i just knew that that was a thing it was race day grandpa was watching the race uh you know you know what i mean right? Well, is that
1: what that is or sports have to be live right like you know once you find out what happened in the game very few people are interested in watching oh, it it's such a it's a roller coaster journey
0: to try to like protect yourself from the results it's impossible now
1: yeah right and it's just like you know, downright entertaining, man. And everybody knows the NFL, right? Like my wife knows a handful of NFL players. She can name like maybe two NBA players. Yeah. And that's true across the board. And I think the violence is a big deal. Like I think people like the
0: violence in the NFL when you watch, uh, 30 for thirties. And I would venture to say, I don't know that this is true, but in basketball, even in basketball, even in golf, a lot of the stories are about the bad boys who played rough. Right. Went too far. That's everyone. That's everyone. (laughs) Yeah. So like I think football has that built in. There's this danger. Um, Now we know it's like real bad for you. Can be. Yeah. Yeah. Just if you play. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's only bad for like some of the players. Yeah. Just the ones that play. Like, well, you know. I think it's directly correlated to getting hit in the head. The people that kick are fine. Not that one kicker who thought he was tough. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Remember that guy? It was this big kicker, guys, and all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to be the coolest kicker in town because kickers are usually kind of dainty. I apologize. They're probably 6'3", 240. I know this. Right, right. We're we're blobs of grossness. Don't fight me if you're a kicker. But I'm just saying comparatively to the monster athletes that are out there, kickers are protected. And uh there's this one kicker who's very large, not a big ripped guy, just a big guy. Just a big dude. And he was like going out and just crushing corners and safeties, little guys. He's like chop blocking guys. And then suddenly they started crushing him. The bro. linebackers go, Oh, you want to hit people. And the big boys he, he got
1: hurt. I think he works
0: at Wendy's now. He got hurt, yeah. Which, Wendy's longtime was, friend of the show. Yeah,
1: long time friend of the show, Wendy. Shout out. Uh yeah, it was a problem. So so there's that right And violence is where we went
0: off on that. Sorry. <laughs> but I agree with that that violence is important.
1: yeah and so and here's the other thing though um, young people like younger than me aren't watching sports quite as much, but they're way into twitch and eSports. and so that's the other thing is the NFL is you know nervous that they might have a significant shelf life drop off in viewership um, as their as their viewers age out. And so, this kind of thing will protect against that. And obviously, this isn't partnered with the NFL. But I think that this will just bring in two kind of segmented fan bases: fans of esports, fans of traditional sports, and just see a significant difference in how sports are consumed.
0: So, uh, dude, that's incredible. I think there's some fundamental disrupteded shifts there. Um, well, let's give the parameters one more time. Uh, we'll do it every show, maybe slip it in. But basically, Disruptated is um, the idea that we can, these are Harley's standards, that we can participate, the immediate, is a, the, it's disruptive, and the impact is slightly immediate. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're just not super interested in things that like, right now on this show, we're not like, oh, it'll be cool to see what happens in 20 years. Boring. 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 So so there's so many factors at play. I took a couple notes here. I've only got two right now. Um, but I had other thoughts just flying by on this. What are some disreputated areas that you're like, "Oh, this is one of those three categories for sure."
1: Uh well, right away, it's fan controlled, right? So if you're a fan, you can participate. So you're just involved and Straight then
0: up participation, period. You can't
1: participate in the NFL. Not I mean, I can watch it. Yeah. And I can like angrily tweet
0: at my coach. Or yeah, my quarterback. Can you do the political stuff? Like, can you vote whether they kneel during the anthem? No, dude.
1: Oh, are you talking about at an FCF? Yeah,
0: bro. They had a problem with their
1: refs, and yeah. they just said, "Hey, fans, like, what should we do about the refs? Should we get rid of them? Like, do you want to call the penalties? Like, they like don't care. They're like, this is fan controlled football. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, probably would be cool with whatever fans want to do in that You effort.
0: vote with your team if you're gonna take a political stand or not. <laughs> I don't know how that would fly, but that was just that's what I was thinking because that's the ultimate. Like when you feel so deeply and emotionally that. Colin Kaepernick, for example, is a hero and an example of uh, courage. And people are saying that he's not that. You get angry, but all you can do is yell at your TV. Yeah. And if you think that he's being disrespectful and whatever, the other uh, option is you you can get angry, but all you can do is yell at your TV. Right. Or yell on Twitter. Yeah. And so this is crazy that even – I'm not saying they should do that, but my point is putting an option in people's hands beyond yelling at the TV and just – Honestly, there's no other option but to quit watching. Right. I mean, that's the that's the only recourse that people have is like, I don't want to watch anymore. And that's too binary. Right. Because you can lose them at any time. Absolutely. And like the Oscars are going through this and mm-hmm. others are going through this. I'm a
1: longtime Oscar fan. Yeah. I'm not interested.
0: Now you're kind of a grouch about it. Right. Right. That was funny. <laughs> You're an Oscar grouch. Come on. <laughs> let's take a minute and pause. Okay. So a couple of thoughts I wanted to bring in on the disruptator. i love that. You talked about how it's fan controlled for sure. And that's immediate. Um, what about resume points? I got to think that coming in top 2%, like for example, you, you'd you like to be a GM someday or some capacity. in your Yeah. Time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run an NFL team. one Okay, day. great. And I believe in you. But what I'm saying is facts coming in with a top 2% ratings got to help you. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, it would make a difference to somebody. It, it
0: seems crazy, but like a long-term high IQ, sports IQ. That's been that literally like, I think they could have picked Jennings. Jeopardy could have picked Jennings out of some of these quiz shows. Oh, right? for sure. Do You see what I'm saying? Right. Like If you're if you're documented, this is where big data is so cool, right? It's it really gets a bad rap, but like, and it probably should. But imagine you know Ken Jennings is top 1% or top .001% on these quiz shows, they can just snag the top three guys out of there and then vet them. Yeah, Um, Fan control football could do that for athletic directors and high school coaches and things, I think. There's something to it. There's something to it. And maybe maybe, I wonder if they have a resume straight line that they could do. Whereas certain, there's a limited, that would be sick, there's a limited amount of, you could have your overall... FCL rating. FCF. FCF, fan control football. You could have your overall FCF rating that's fun. That's the game. That's yeah. the Twitch, whatever.
1: Real quick, I want to mention my team won the championship this Let's year. Let's go,
0: big dog. Every team I've coached has got second place. Doesn't matter how many teams. Let's go. Let's go. Somebody's got to uh, be second. Somebody's got to be second. Uh, so that's a, I'm a big Peyton Manning fan, so that's where I kind of take my coaching <laughs> <laughs> career stats. <laughs> One of the greatest of all time. Isn't in it for the rings. You know what I mean? Right, right. So anyway. Uh so I think that resume thing is cool because they could they could do different tiers of it. What if NFL teams or athletic directors, what if there's a standard like ACT or SAT type vibe where they agreed that only these types of rating situations went to a separate rating? Mm. So that like these 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 things correlate to typical game. It's not gambling. It's just typical game IQ. Yeah. These four of 30. And so you're rating for that and they could use that as a resume piece. That's pretty sick. The other piece that I thought was pretty crazy was shifting shifting, um, attention to participation during the commercial breaks. Mm. So right now, the only way to do it is you have to hope people stick around enough to watch so that they passively consume these ads. Tons of money and time has gone into it. And that's the goal. That's, that's what you want is you want to create enough interest that there's a, there's like a lag that they stick around. Right. Right now that's gone. They could run no ads. They could just monetize participation.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one thing that FCF has to figure out is it did slow the game down. And so calling plays during commercial or anything like that makes a lot of sense. But typically in an NFL game, you see a handful of plays in a row, right? Yeah. And there's like a 24-second play clock and, you know, it's not going to take longer right. than that. Uh, with FCF, there's a lot going on, right? Like we got to call the play. You got to go through these options. Yeah. Like, it's so like day trading. They got to figure out how to speed that up because yeah. ultimately you are watching a product on the field. And so you want to see that go well. Dude,
0: but what I'm saying is like switching from attention. I agree with that. But switching from attention to participation what if instead of commercials, there were games? Mm, right. And the games included rating brands and surveys. You've got this huge audience. Forget ads. Forget it. Run no ads. Just participate. Keep them there. Create streaks.
1: Yeah, that attention will be a big deal.
0: If they miss a single thing, they're out for the night on this one thing. Yeah. And and they have to stay there and stare at their screen and participate in whatever.
1: Right crazy and they even like they kind of put their money where their mouth is because they're also letting fans buy into ownership of the team done like you can buy shares and it means real deal ownership
0: yeah i love that i man. almost
1: did it i thought about it
0: uh by the way side note real quick and i'm sure you have do you have other notes on fcl
1: uh i have fcf yeah i have a. Uh, I i have, <laughs> so I, have sorry. I have really just one main one
0: okay uh quick quick intermission not a commercial break uh How's Top Shots going? Anything right now? Is it a bit of a dry spell up high? What's going uh,
1: on? Top Shots really interesting right now. They just got a ton of cash in. Um, I think it was like three hundred and fifty million bucks.
0: So yeah. big, I didn't want to talk about it, but I did. I did put three fifty in. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Three hundred and
1: fifty million dollars. Uh, a big, big round of investment. Uh, and they are doing a release or just finished up a release where basically everyone can get a pack, which is feels new. like they're losing
0: a little bit of momentum. I think well, what's going on there? Like maybe it's so just me.
1: I don't know that they're losing momentum because they really haven't done any marketing still. So like, okay.
0: people, everyone's out, still early.
1: Everyone's still pretty early at this. I'm gonna point. buy.
0: I'm gonna do it on your the recommendation.
1: The question: My, I bought two Top Shots. Um, I haven't gotten a pack yet, but I bought two kind shops early, ops.
0: early retail, basically. You got pretty it. early. Assuming yeah. it's gonna go up,
1: and they're down right now, uh, kind of a lot. So the question is. Long term, am I gonna see those increase? Are we gonna I bought like middling players? So are the like just stars gonna be the only ones that really matter yeah, long are term? The legendary what's, cards. What's what's gonna happen with that? And so it'll be really interesting to see what happens. And there's still a really reasonable argument to say nobody knows about this, it's still really early. Um, but also like they're releasing more and more cards. So they're going to flood the market more and Bro, it'll, it'll be interesting to see
0: what happens. It's hard for me now that the scarcity vibe has fallen off and scarcity can fall off, not just because you flood the market, but because there's just not available. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? Like you go to a club or a restaurant and you can't get in. There's an excitement when you're in line and you think you might get in, but like something happens when you just know you can't get in, right? You go away. And so you and like, never come back and you never come back. Or maybe you do like, but you don't come back every night. Yep. you know. Like, so you lose some momentum. So that's probably what I'm feeling there. Um, but I'm excited to get involved in it because I think what they're doing is learning. I think they probably slowed down because they learned something and did some numbers on something. Yeah. It, it sounds like to me, this is a guess from, from the agency here, the room, that probably this last release was a bet and they learned and were able to raise funding on winning that bet. Yeah, you might be right. And now they still
1: consider themselves in beta.
0: Yeah, and so they 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 did a proof of concept that they could flare up. Right. And uh, Mr. Beast did that with a restaurant. Can I can I close down a whole city road system by opening a restaurant that I might give you money? You know, so like, but he's not opening. But now he has real restaurants. He does have real restaurants now. So he proved the concept, got the funding, did the whole deal. So I think which now he's shooting videos like just talking head videos from his room. But it doesn't matter. He can do whatever he wants. Are you sure? Is he done? I don't know. I just watched him get. Be, I just
1: watched him get buried alive the other day.
0: Okay, he's still going. So okay, it seemed like momentum was dropping there. Too, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So FCF, um, that's cool. I'm, thanks for the update because I, I was really excited about that, and I'm I want to own at least one pack. I think I'm getting to a stage right now where I'm realizing that uh, people are addicted in the same way they're addicted to the news stories right now. Like everything's a crisis. When one crisis kind of dies off, we add another one. Not that they're not real. They're fun though. But but people people have to have one at yeah. point. and I'm not saying that they're not legitimate. But I'm just saying like, when's the last time you didn't have a crisis? Just ask yourself. Like, and if if it's been a while, you might want to take a day off, you know, like just <laughs> chill. Uh, we have times like that. We got into a rut at one point, uh, some negativity, and it was like we just both had a conversation one day and go, can't do this anymore. Yeah, got to be done. No matter how important it actually is, got to be done. So FCF, uh, getting back from that commercial break, uh, Top Shots, longtime listener, friend of the show. Uh, what was your one main point? You had a one main point. It sounds like a real conversation. Started well, there's a lot of eye contact.
1: Yeah, really. I'm just, the question is a lot of these, Uh, a lot of companies have tried to disrupt the
0: NFL and they've all failed. Right. Uh, And the NFL is literally just like the one who made it. Like it's so weird. Well, yeah. Because I've never not known a world without the NFL being a powerhouse, but it's just a game that some guys made up.
1: Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know like the XFL did pretty well for a while for a couple weeks yeah uh well back in the day uh and then the AFL was real was the real was a real deal for a little while i mean like real players were going to the AFL um and now we've got fan controlled football recently we had two leagues start and not even finish their seasons so like these leagues that come out and just try to compete try to compete against the NFL get squashed
0: dude that lean startup thing is so real i see it like in my own failures and successes you can tell the difference between a company who's testing theories like Top Shots and a company who bet everything on the version they release. Oof. Because these companies like, by the way, if you haven't read lean startup, I'm saying this humbly, as someone who didn't, you don't know what you're doing. Like it's that foundational of like, you think you're so proud of your idea that you think if you release the perfect version, it's going to work. And that book's all about testing and iterating and finding, finding your um, assumptions and testing them very quickly, very inexpensively and failing fast. I think the difference between a place like Top Shots and what appears to be fan controlled football is they're leaning into the fact they go, we don't know what this is yet. Yeah. Let's relax about it. But then you see the ones that failed and they stink and release their perfect idea and it doesn't work on Sunday. So Tuesday they close down. Right. Right. You're like, holy cow. Yeah. A hundred million dollars for that? I think what FCF has
1: going for it is they aren't competing directly with the NFL, at least at this point. Uh, so for one, like they aren't going up against the NFL in a similar time slot. They're going up Their Their games are on Saturdays. They're not even on a normal platform. They're on Twitch. So like the NFL is not on Twitch. There's nothing Bro, like it. Can you imagine
0: a single long time Cowboys fan watching fan control football? No. I mean, let's, let's hold so, on. Starter jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Mullet. Very highly educated and awesome. But I'm just saying like long term NFL fans are not taking this seriously.
1: Yeah. Right. And they, I think they draw completely different audiences. So, you know, I think they would say that their first year was, like, probably a moderate success. I don't think it, you know, blew anybody out of the water. Well, most of these leagues some are big in three days. Yeah, right. So it's a huge success. You said they had big name players. Yeah, they managed to get Johnny Manziel and Josh Gordon uh, on their teams. So that's, I mean, as far as names go, that's pretty
0: good. I absolutely love, especially Manziel, like, he just had a, like, spiritual, emotional, physical crash Right, I, is he the one I'm thinking of that just everybody's like he ruined his life and he had every opportunity? Yeah, it hasn't changed a bit. But my point is like that's a bummer. I think my point might be bad. <laughs> but my point was like at the highest levels, like Formula One, which you've been watching. Like I uh, love some Formula uh, One. I bro. almost cried today. It was that. Crash. You got to watch a race this year. Or a couple. I'm excited. Races. I'd like to go to one. The
1: most you. recent race was awesome.
0: Well, my point of that is, like, I don't remember my point. Oh at the highest we're talking level, about how you and Johnny Mensah are like bugs. yeah at the highest level there's no room for anything but kind of perfect mm. and there's no like second level that people can drop off to to get healthy again and so it's kind of cool to see a space where i think there's a lot of, I, I really like the 3 on 3 basketball that's not a disparatate topic but i'm just saying like you oh, see yeah, it's cool. crazy high level talented guys that blew their knee out right you know and they can't play full court they can't play at that level but they've got some crazy passing skills and a killer jumper. It's just, I like that. I like that space, but I don't see a single NFL fan jumping over to fan control football. I think it's a completely new audience, which I like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So do you think that, you know, this, that has the potential to, you know, like either creep into the NFL space or at least drive the NFL to action
0: and do something? Uh, no, no, no. I think they'll, they'll, they'll kill or be killed. I just don't see the NFL as a. I just it's an old, it's an old empire.
1: They're you know? one of
0: the most innovative leagues
1: on the planet, though, dude. I mean, they how? are constantly changing. How? Uh, I don't see it. I mean, that's not that it's not there. I just it looks like the same as when I was a kid. It's it's totally different. It's to 17 games. I know that. That's a that's a pretty big change. How many other leagues do you see changing? How many games they play?
0: that's so dumb
1: uh they're not a big fan but i just know that they changed they completely changed all the stats is bad they completely changed the uh two-point conversions if you remember that and kicks isn't this all just concussion protocol stuff no no they did they did they changed they moved back the kick for the point after touchdown the pat because pats were too easy and since they moved them back people going for two they and they wanted to encourage you to go for two and it worked people go for two more often People miss more PATs and they do that kind of
0: stuff all the time. Well, I don't think, I guess maybe take back the eat or be eaten. I just, I, that was my assumption that their attitude would be. I don't think they'd be collaborative with a league like that.
1: Yeah, I think there's a world where they might either like knock them off down the road. It's certainly not going to happen for a while.
0: They're going to. I think the plausible deniability, I think they're probably presenting themselves as pure. That's how I feel. Like the NFL is pure football. Whatever they say is what football is. That's true. Yeah, and also, I Everything don't know... Everything else is a knockoff. You see indoor seven-player, nine-player football. It is, and its is
1: seven seven on seven. Is, but
0: yeah, I mean, whenever you see anything, you go, well, yeah, right, it's not NFL.
1: Right. Yeah, I think for FCF to really succeed, it's all going to come down to the talent they get on the
0: field. And so... I want to see that's non-football what matters. athletes integrated. Uh... It'd be sick to see Usain Bolt come in as a wide receiver for a game. That'd be interesting, and and see what we can do with him. I mean, we play this game all the time. We say, like, imagine, like, if LeBron, some reason, was willing to put his entire billion trillion dollars in legacy on the line and do a day as a tight end on the. No, S- he almost did it. It would be the highest watched thing. Yeah, it'd on be that huge, Tuesday. and he would
1: crush it. He almost played for the Cowboys.
0: Did you see? We watched the fight together. We watched Francis Ngannou, um, just. I'm so sorry, Stipe. Like, it was so bad. I couldn't believe how that fight went. It was heartbreaking. I couldn't it. was also pure and wonderful. Yeah. But my point is, did you see, yeah, you sent me the picture. Of Joel Embiid. Standing next to the baddest dude on the planet. Francis is 265. He's like this absolute natural-born killer. Amazing guy. He worked in the mines. He, like, traveled across Africa through France and lived illegally and was homeless. Yeah. To sneak his way to become an MMA fighter. And now he's a world champion. It's an awesome story. One of the scariest dudes on the planet. He's he seems to be very, very nice. I don't mean it in his demeanor, but you see him inflict violence on the other Nothing most like dangerous it. men in the world. And then he stands next to a big but like average big man. I mean, Embiid's big. He's he, seven one. Yeah, but my point is like that's what those guys are big. Yeah. And that's happened before. Right. He's not the only he's not <laughs> yeah. he's not a legendary big man, yeah. right? Like and francis the baddest fighter on the planet looks like a tiny person
1: yeah dude i want to see these nfl
0: these nba athletes are like nothing that's ever existed i want
1: an nba player
0: to get in the cage so bad i'm afraid that it's not going to be the best the nba has to offer when it happens well right right but like caruso or something
1: i would love if lebron james just instead of going into basketball went into ufc right can you imagine wouldn't have made any sense for any reason but it would have been incredible to watch
0: Well, he would have. He would have been the. No one would fight him. He would have been the instant world champion because of his athleticism, his size. He's six foot nine. There's never been no. There's never been a fighter that's that big, and and he's and he's faster than you. smarter than everybody. He's longer than you. And and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying about brand recognition. Is there anything Under Armour can do to beat Nike? Be tough at at scale. Yeah, I mean, in basketball not really because Nike is the standard kleenex you know cute right, right. all brand names those sort of things sticky notes you know whatever <laughs> but um i think the nfl is the brand and i think what's cool is i think it's an endorsement for them not to kill him. i can I, see that I, I think they could keep them as a plausible deniability and say hey we have a standing offer but stay out of this space don't touch this time slot don't touch these type of. Don't go eleven on eleven. Period for any reason. Or we will kill you. Yeah, but I mean, I think they can do that. I think yeah. they're they're in a situation where they could literally just go fund three or four other fan controlled. They could buy fan controlled controlling interests. They could, yeah. you know, they they have the ability to crush them and they haven't. Um, they could be sitting in their office right now plotting to their destruction, or they could be saying like, "Hey, this is really interesting. They're bringing in a completely. I think new they've audience. got their eye
1: on it for sure."
0: I just, the stoic nature nature of the NFL, I just don't see them being that reactive on Twitch.
1: Well, yeah, I just think, like, the NFL is made up of 32 very smart businessmen, right? Ultimately, the owners are 32 very, very, very wealthy, smart businessmen. Uh, the owner of the Panthers is David Tepper, who was a part of Microsoft. Like, you know, lots of guys like this. And so I think they all understand...
0: International, high-level talent.
1: Yeah, and I think they all understand how innovation and business often goes. They know those stories. So right now
0: they're thinking about how do we get there without hurting our existing, which is the same dilemma that everybody has.
1: Yeah, and I think it's early enough that they're not ready to make action, but I would be surprised if Jerry Jones doesn't know
0: about FCF. Like, I I think it's on his radar. The other thing is, there's a pressure that gets taken off. Like I said, it's binary right now. They have to say yes or no. Like... If you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. That's literally the response people say. I don't like it. What would you say? Okay. Then don't watch it. Don't watch it. Like, Like that's what the choice is. So, Jerry Jones, every owner getting, like, eventually doxxed and, you know, eventually being canceled and all those things, there's something beautiful about the idea of, like, hey, you guys picked this. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you can change it, and it creates a fluidity to the game. Yeah,
1: bro, especially with, like, signing players, right? Because players get, like stuck in this controversy and stuff. And then like, you know, they get canceled So the teams. Like, well, I guess we got to let them go. But if you just leave it out to the fans, it's like,
0: Hey, what should we do? Does this matter to you? (laughs) Nobody can get mad about it. (laughs) Vote to make him donate to the charity of your choice or something. (laughs) But like, yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. So how can, I'm going to pose a question to you that doesn't have an answer yet. How, and we didn't rehearse this. I just, I just want to try to see if we can figure it out. How can something small utilize this ability? And I don't mean streaming a game. How can a t-shirt shop, Renaissance Agency, a coffee brewing, a laundromat, like how can something small innovate this space of Twitch? By the way, while Harley's thinking about that question, um, one of the things that I was really shocked by, I had a friend who was streaming, um, Gabe, who at Apple. Oh, yeah. And um, I just couldn't help but find myself donating. So on Twitch, you give some sort of currency system, you donate. Bitcoin. Bits. They're called bits. Yeah, bitcoins. uh, No, not bitcoins, bits. (laughs) And bits translate to a specific amount of money or whatever. And so what I was able to do, which is crazy, he's this very high-level player on, what was it called, the car game, Twisted Uh, Metal? Oh, it was called Rocket League. Rocket League. So he's on Rocket League, so he's playing for real, but he's got real money on the line. And I say to him, like, or it was Call of Duty. I'm watching him play uh, Fortnite or Call of Duty or whatever. Fortnite he was, it was killing it
1: on Fortnite. Fortnite.
0: I said, if you get three kills with a pistol, I'll donate 100 bits, That's which I think cool. was like 10 bucks. Yeah. And uh, so I could control because I was one, because he didn't have a large group watching at that particular time. He had a choice. Does he just want a game and just have a fun time? Or does he want to chase that 10 bits? And so you have this like really cool, uh, not just voting, but in this case, Putting carrots in front of players. Yeah. And like Ninja is your amazing, incredible, like he has millions and millions of dollars. He was able to change platforms with no detriment to himself. And like some 12 year old kid with his allowance money could get Ninja to do something for him, which is pretty crazy. Or shout him out right, or right. whatever. Are they doing that? Can you throw money at it yet? No, you can only like make I'm decisions. You, and, but I, I think loved that's throwing money at it. Brilliant idea. I loved throwing money at it. I was very limited. Sometimes it was a dollar. But it was like, it was an economic system where it was like, this guy wants to stream for a living. Every dollar helps. Right. And so, you know, you could kind of play with that. Some players you would have to give no more than a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars to get them to do what you want them to do. But that's not who we're talking about. That anybody getting paid to do if I had someone call in right now and say, I love your show, here's a hundred dollars, even though that hundred dollars doesn't like make or break me on this show. That, mo- that that action of giving money over to get something is it, sick.
1: It'd be really interesting to do something like that. I don't know how exactly you do it, but if you could do it in performance. So like I'm thinking like live acting, comedy, something improv. along those lines, improv. What about? And if you could say like, yeah. hey, if you find a way to work this into the bit, I'll do, you know, I'll, even a sponsor. I'll buy you drink. Whatever. What about like
0: a sponsorship? What do you mean? In the natural flow of this improv show that's online, fan control control improv, you have to shout out Vance Refrigeration somehow, naturally.
1: I think that stuff would be really interesting. That'd be a lot of fun. And then everyone
0: else votes if it was all the challenges that are on there. Yeah. I freaking love that. All the challenges, the fans vote when they hit it, it dings and you vote like, was that a legit? Did it work? Did it work and they hit yes. Yeah. And then their eyes are on Vance Refrigeration. That'd be pretty cool, man. That's so It's all like high stakes, you know, and it'd be fun. Yeah, there's something about money changing hands, and I think changing the currency is really important, just like tokens at an arcade. yeah. Everybody knows it's a bad deal, but when you're supporting something you love, I mean, telethons are terrible. The calls, the public radio, the support, and all those telethons are the worst. When was the last you, time you watched a telethon? Never, but I'll tell you this much. You should if do could, one. Yeah, but here... I, that would be fun. I you should this, do a I got the Blazer. radio telethon. I, got, I would love that. Thank <laughs> you. That's so good. I would love that. Here's the thing. I've got the clothes for it, but here's the deal. I'd watch a telethon if I could control it. And when I threw the money at the charity, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Singing Bob Barker or whatever's up there. And I'm just like, here's a hundred bucks if you do a handstand successfully. Let's go, bro, dude. Bro, dance. Dance monkey. That's right. So I think... Um, I think that's an unexplored space. I just remember emotionally really enjoying feeling like that's a weird difference to play through the player. That's when, because I would watch Twitch
1: and I was like, this sucks. But that involvement changes it significantly. Because now you're like, eager. is he going to do it? What's going to happen? You know yeah, what I
0: mean? I, w- you could have 25 players on there saying they'd give a thousand bucks, a thousand bits, which is $100 if this player gets a win. So now you have. Twenty five hundred dollars on the line for a win. high stakes, bro. But it's not to the people watching, right? You know, so but you see him sweating, all and we're not gambling because we're not giving anything if we lose, right? So like, it's not gambling because I'm not betting that he'll win a hundred dollars. I'm saying I'm we, only giving it up if you win. We can do side bets though. But the other thing, yeah. But the other <laughs> thing is, you're watching this game, and now you have something in it. Now you're invested, right? Right. And so I wonder, what, how would you do fan control football that way? Well, how would you have? money going? Would it be side events? Here, let me just throw something out there. The water boy's involved. The trainer's involved. You can, you can like, sabotage the other team by giving money and they have to drink a little bit of ketchup. You know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, you could, can booby trap. You, you know? can take
1: it as crazy as, you know, like... Punishments and booby traps, which would be a lot of fun.
0: Players got to play without his shoes. If they raise a certain amount, that player's got to play without his shoes. I
1: think, like, the simplest option is a bonus structure. You know, if a certain wide receiver, you know,
0: but that's betting, whatever. Well, it's just gambling. It's not gambling because it's what I said earlier, where it's like, right. You only pay if they do yeah, it. Yeah, so that's the difference. Because so the players are looking up at the screen, going, "Oh my gosh, right? I got a ball out right now. If whatever. I make this two point conversion, yeah, there's twenty five grand. The and hour.
1: meanwhile, like the opposing defenders, like, yo, I, I need just to stop. I here. just saw if I get a sack and I do,
0: because the I, other team's trying to. This is what's crazy. The other team's trying to motivate the defender more than you motivate the receiver. That'd be pretty fun. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, that's so fun. I get my heart rate up just thinking about it. Um, man, that's so fun. I think. Okay, so back to my original question. I don't know if you had time to process it. How does a bakery? How does a how does a bakery get on Twitch and make money? Let's noodle that for a second, man. You know, I've got a friend who's opened a bakery. I really enjoyed it. Hoping to be Yelp elite when I get that review out. But uh, how does she, during her downtime in retailer or, ba- or service industry, how do those people subsidize? or supplement, sorry, supplement their business through Twitch with everyday tasks?
1: Uh, this is stupid, but it's the That's first where we thing that came start. To my head. That's where we got to start. We got uh, nothing so far. With a bakery, I go to like eating competitions.
0: <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Or like prank shows, like yeah. pranking their guests. Like you walk Something up to like them like and that, you say, here's bro. your ketchup cupcake. I'm going to ketchup kick. Eating competitions, Whatever. What is a way that to stay professional, however, and not sacrifice the brand of your business? You don't
1: like the idea of the owner of a bakery shoving handfuls of cake in their mouth on Twitch.
0: (laughs) I think I think whenever you pay someone to do something online, your brain automatically goes to the degrading places. But, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Some dudes like stop (laughs) saying
1: shirts. Some dudes telling his friends like. Yeah, man, I was just on Twitch the other day and I paid this lady 25 bucks to see if she'd eat a whole cake and she did.
0: (laughs) That part of the internet already exists and that's not what we're talking about. So let's be clear. I don't want my local businesses to gain 250 pounds to supplement their business on Twitch because they're stuffing peanut butter cupcakes (laughs) at a rate that's dangerous down there.
1: Best idea I got. Gullet. Okay,
0: so I guess we've got no ideas. So. Yeah, I think how do you gamify? <clears throat> how do you gamify a place? So, th- so the key components of streaming and gamifying, and then we'll end there, is that the game itself is interesting. You are invested in the game. Yep. Additionally, you feel like you have control of the choices. So instead of a controller and an avatar, you've got a real person and a decision. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the mechanics of what we're talking about. The FCF is kind of stumbled or brilliantly gone to so if we're talking about instead of a controller we have a decision and instead of how do we do that
1: you know like performance art was an easy one like that fit that seems to fit well yeah because it's a a performance is you know as a a game is a performance you know when you're watching them so it's it follows that same theme wasn't
0: there a movie with Kristen Stewart about that that was kind of like I didn't see the movie I just saw the trailer I thought you were a big fan of hers no, no, no. I just like Twilight. Oh, okay. No, not particularly Kristen Stewart. I just thought Twilight was was better than people gave it credit for. So, Dude, you as know as you're adult, getting a Twilight shirt for your birthday, right? Like I a straight up. It. Can like, I ask? A re- can I make a request of it? Can it be black? Because I only want to wear a black one, and I'd like for the, the three cast members to be on it, and I'd like the script to be really profound.
1: Well, like, it's got to have whatever team you're on. What team are you? No, 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 no. I loved the arc. I'm not a, teammate,
0: a team. Edward. team... Jonathan or whatever bro you know it's Jacob don't even pretend like you don't know <laughs> I did know it's Jacob <laughs> <laughs> nice try I, I just like the arc of the story but anyway so uh, so in you're terms team of Edward, I, I think tell. we're I think we're done with that hypothetical but if you're in a business I would love to hear from you I don't really want to hear from you I just <laughs> <laughs> how we, honest we covered that in the last episode I would love to see or observe <laughs> <laughs> um, you using Twitch in an unconventional way that doesn't include degrading yourself for money. Hey, this is Harley's original It doesn't Twitch. have to be degraded. Like, Maybe I you're going to eat the cupcakes anyway. <laughs> um, it'd that's, be interesting. That's what those idiots didn't know. Yeah, like there's crazy stuff. Like Like ownership is a big part of that. So what if your decision instead of just immediate entertainment actually equaled ownership? Just like the rating system creates long-term equity in the program. It would be interesting in a bakery sense that people were able to watch a new recipe to be developed, to vote, or purchase to whatever, and purchase rights to that, and maybe possibly in some way have equity in the thing they helped create.
1: Yeah, what if you, like, uh, turn it into a cooking TV show, basically, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. you do – similar to what you were saying, you do – you have four different recipes, and then you have the fans pick – basically pick those they can recipes and also pay their
0: way in for advantages to their player that they want and then you
1: see how well they sell and yeah. then you know that that would be the way they to go equity. i think is you just try to
0: you just try to turn it into
1: you know like food network
0: yeah so the way to work it in if you're a baker would be your normal innovation time you would stream on twitch you would have conversations you'd allow people to make choices for you um And you could do a cooking show where you had locals in that tried to do things. You could also gamify it in terms of payment where people who are following that person. So imagine you had two local high school, um, high level, um, you know, social connection people. So the highest level at a local level that you could find in your area. And this girl has 20,000 followers and this girl has 35,000. And they they publish that they're going to do an event there and a challenge against each other for the bakery. And they both have the same goods, but on Twitch... People can tune in and purchase extra ingredient options for them, or sabotage the other, person. or sabotage the other person, or like cutthroat kitchen, or buy time with the chef that gives advice for them. Oh yeah, so like the main it. baker is neutral, and the the Twitch users buy time. I think that's what you got to do. It. I think if that's the goal,
1: I think that's that's the avenue. I think you got it.
0: But then you know the buying of the materials is for the game. So the the the. Profit goes to the baker.
1: I think you basically it's not actually cost.
0: It's not going to the grocery store and spending money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so she's making money. The baker's making money.
1: I think if we think about it, you go, how do I turn how do I put this on Twitch? My mind goes to the formula is if this was a reality TV show, what would it look like? That's right. And then you go, Okay, now how do I make it a reality TV show where the viewers can interact? And that's More a of much a easier reality
0: baking show, like competition show.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right because you could do that same thing with a t-shirt company you could uh, do the
0: survivor back in the day would have been incredible it would have been crazy cool if you could interact in it and buy your way in like there's tears like people literally give money yeah just like a, a telethon they go hey if you do this that buys our time for the next six right. months you're literally people are donating millions of dollars to their player ten dollars at a time to get them a hatchet so that they can do yeah, this challenge dude. that's the answer we got it but it would be interesting so from my perspective actionable on my side you bring that package to somebody. It's done. There's a host. There's the broadcasting material set up. Oh yeah. The game is set up already. The game system is already. Figured and then you just out. place it into and their say, organization. Yeah. So just so you know, uh, Betty, as you have your bakery here, people are going to be buying real time. You'll get ten minutes, and I'll explain that on air. Da 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 da. And then you bring in famous people because they have to bring the audience because you can't develop your own audience. Yeah, absolutely. So they bring their audience in. And you publicize it, publicize it, publicize it, and then that cupcake gets featured for a month, and and ten percent of the profits from that cupcake go to that local celebrities charity.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know you get crazy exposure to your bakery.
0: And you do that weekly or daily. At some point, you could you could yeah theoretically do it daily. Be at any business. You could be. And then
1: after that, you have this talent pool, and you can do like a showdown or whatever, yeah. like all you kinds could do of one at reality mechanic. TV options. You do it at
0: a mechanic shop. Right. Where literally you've got two broken pieces that you've got to fix. And these two popular girls from ones from Mount Vernon with 20,000 followers and ones from Westerville with 20,000 followers come and try to fix this thing. Yeah. And they get advice and tools and, and whatever. And that's the kind of thing. That's what I was talking about earlier in episode 20 was the Jones soda sponsorship and different things like that. It's amazing how, if you have the vision, you can just explain it. like, somebody's going to give one of those girls a car for winning mm-hmm. if they're on every single episode and they're always talked about. and like, There's so many cool things there. I, but I just love that mechanic. I think Twitch is underutilized. Think, I think we're down on Twitch right now. I think you're right. Yeah, Amazon owns Twitch. Okay, then they're a good bet. Yeah. Amazon owns the world. Yeah, good bet. Isn't it weird how there's such a small percentage of retail sales and we just know it's inevitable that they own everything? I thought they were a large percentage. They're small. Uh, on the, yeah, they were like well below Walmart. Last time I checked, last year I checked, they were like barely double-digit percentage compared to Walmart. Weird. Yeah. Yet, like, I thought it was like half of everything purchased online comes from Amazon. Well, online, but Walmart owns entire rural populations yeah, right. of everything. They don't have the internet out there yet. Well, I mean, some places, but like like I said. I don't have the internet at my house right like now. Michael Hawk, you know, has Coppernet still doing dial-up. Let's go, dude. And in, in out in Danville region. Go for somebody. They also he's also a part owner in RevLocal, which is this incredibly huge company as well. I think i have heard of him. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, that's really cool. I really like that, man. I like that a couple things stood out to me. Let's go back and forth. A couple things that stand out in the show. What's something that stood out to you as far as disrupted on that?
1: Uh, gotta find a way. Well, not gotta, but if you can find a way to gamify your business, you can probably get. A super loyal following and a really interested following in
0: what you do. Formula tends to be the content itself is interesting by itself. Period. You would watch it. You're going over the top by allowing people to participate and you are basically doing in app purchases inside of the game inside Which of the stream. Well attract a younger audience. That's right. A younger audience where you get up in the morning and I mean, dude, it could be as simple as homework. Right. Could you imagine like a kid studying for math? And people could buy in tutor time for him that sounds kind of boring though I don't know there's a space there. I don't know about that one bro I'm just you want to
1: watch somebody do
0: math well you watch somebody do math
1: I was <laughs> gonna make that
0: same joke I'm yeah. glad you did it. Don't do math everybody math is fun Thanks for listening. this has been Renaissance radio. We'll talk to you soon